So last night I was watching the New York Rangers defeat the Carolina Hurricanes in Game 7 of their second round series. And I thought to myself, man, Ryan Lindgren would have been a great Bruin. He, of course, was traded by the Bruins to the Rangers a few years ago in the Rick Nash trade. I thought it might be worthwhile then to look back at Don Sweeney's trade history and see how he has fared in this part of the general manager position. So let's start that going here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So please hit that subscribe button, whether you're an Apple user Spotify, Pocket Casts, that would be greatly appreciated. If you could also rate and review, you'll be my best friend. You can also find the podcast on YouTube. Search up Locked On Boston Bruins and you can subscribe there. I believe we're nearing 400 subscribers and it would be great to get over uh, that hump today. If you're on social media, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren, a lifelong Bruins fan, been covering this team for over 17 years. Now, Don Sweeney and trades. Don Sweeney took over the Boston Bruins general manager position in June of 2015, almost seven years ago and he's made quite a number of trades over that time his last trade was sending brady lyle to the st louis blues for future considerations quite a few since that time or over the years i should say and i thought it might be A good exercise to go back and look at the trades he's made, seeing as A, he's about to be extended as general manager, so we can expect this track record to expand. And yeah, in light of Ryan Lindgren helping the New York Rangers advance to the Eastern Conference final beating the Carolina Hurricanes in Game 7 in Raleigh, something the Bruins were unable to do just a couple weeks ago. Now, we could do this one by one. That would take a couple weeks, but perhaps we will divide his trade history into chunks. The first chunk of time in which he was 
active on the trade market was between June 25th, 2015 and July 1st, 2015. Don Sweeney's first trade, according to Cat Friendly, was to send Carl Soderberg to the Colorado Avalanche, and the Bruins got a sixth round pick at the 2016 NHL draft in return. By sending Soderberg to the Avalanche, they freed up $4.75 million worth of cap space. And they did pretty good with that sixth round pick, which became Oscar Steen. Oscar Steen has played in 23 games for the Bruins. Uh, This past season, he had two goals, four assists, and he looks like a guy who could challenge for a full-time spot on the roster uh, next season. He has signed a two-year contract with an average annual cap hit of $800,000 at the NHL level. So the Bruins displaying a bit of faith in him and hoping that he can create some internal competition for next season. And I think as a right-hand shot, uh, a pretty good right-hand shot, to be honest, he could very well make an impact for this team uh, next season. I see him kind of as a an upgrade over Carson Kuhlman, who was uh, put on waivers last season, lost to the Seattle Kraken, and perhaps a guy who could step in if Sweeney decides to trade Craig Smith this offseason. So Soderberg to the Avs for a sixth-round pick that they turned into Oscar Steen. I'm chalking that up as a win for Don Sweeney. Now, on June 26, 2015, Don Sweeney made a pair of somewhat franchise-altering trades. The first was to send restricted free agent Dougie Hamilton to the uh, Calgary Flames in exchange for three draft picks. A first round pick in 2015 and two second round picks in 2015. So Dougie Hamilton, who had developed into a pretty good... um, right-hand shot defenseman at the time. He was coming off a 42-point season for the Boston Bruins, just starting to come into his own as a, you know, top four right-hand shot. He was sent to the Flames for uh, the 15th overall pick, the 45th overall pick, and the 52nd overall pick. For me at the time, I was distraught over this trade. I do not think they should have traded Dougie Hamilton. I think he is, yeah, a legit top four defenseman in the NHL, if not a top pairing defenseman. He hasn't quite hit those offensive highs as some of his contemporaries or guys who have been drafted uh, later than him. His career high was 50 points set in 
2016-17 with the Flames. He was then traded to the Hurricanes and then subsequently allowed to become an unrestricted free agent. He signed with the New Jersey Devils. Now, perhaps this might have been more of a win if Sweeney had hit on the draft picks. The specific pick that was acquired in this trade was used to select Zach Sinitian at 15th overall. Uh, this is a trade that comes up later in Sweeney's career. Jettisoning Sinitian, who never quite panned out. They obviously saw something in him that others didn't. And if you look at it as Hamilton for a first and two seconds, you can consider that a win. But if you look at it as Hamilton for Zach Sinitian, Jacob Forsbacka Carlson, who never really found his place in the Bruins lineup, appearing in only 29 games, nine points to his credit. He's since gone back to Europe. And then uh, Jeremy Lozon was the other second round pick. He played fairly well, became a regular in the Bruins lineup, but then of course was exposed to Seattle and uh, was picked by the Kraken in the expansion draft. So overall, based on what the draft picks turned into, this one's a loss for Don Sweeney, to be sure. Before we get into a few other trades that he made that week, let us talk for a moment about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brands available in their warehouse? You have access to rockauto.com on your phone and on your laptop, and you can choose from a wide variety of parts and you can also save time and money rock auto is a family-owned business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years their prices are always reliably low for every customer and they have everything you could possibly need from brake parts tail lamps motor oil even new carpet go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs again go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. I want to thank you once again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. I recommend checking out the Locked On Now podcast. It's daily recaps of the previous night's action from our local experts free and available in your podcast feeds now as a reminder uh peter sciarelli was fired by the bruins in april of 2015 and don sweeney was promoted to that position on may 20th these initial trades 
were made therefore about you know a month to six weeks after he took the job. So what was the next trade he made? On June 26th as well, he sent Milan Lucic to the Los Angeles Kings for Martin Jones, defenseman Colin Miller, and a first round pick in the 2015 draft. These were all on uh, the Friday of draft weekend with the draft taking place that night. Now, this was pretty forward-thinking from Don Sweeney. Uh, Lucic still had a year left on his contract that paid him $6 million. Uh, He was coming off an 18-goal, 26-assist season, 44 points total. And he was one year out from unrestricted free agency. So, Sweeney, proactive trading a core member of the Bruins for goalie Martin Jones, uh, a young promising defenseman and Colin Miller, and a first-round pick. You know, Lucic went on to have a pretty good season for the Kings. Uh, 20 goals, 35 assists for 55 points in 81 games, and he parlayed that into his current deal, which... Uh, he's entering the final year of a seven-year, $6 million AAV contract that was signed with the Edmonton Oilers. Peter Chiarelli was general manager in Edmonton at that time. Jones, we'll talk about here in a minute. Colin Miller was another expansion draft casualty being exposed to Vegas uh, after how many years did he play for the Bruins? Uh, he was exposed, plucked up by the Vegas Golden Knights after two seasons with the Bruins in which he recorded uh, 29 points in 103 games. I would have liked to have seen him stay. Uh, he was a promising young right-hand shot. Uh And then the first-round pick that was acquired in this trade, 13th overall, Jakob Zborl was selected. It's taken Zborl a long time to develop. He showed a lot of promise this past season. And the Bruins did indeed re-up him um, to a contract for the next couple of years. $1.1375 million. I really think he can become an integral part of the Bruins' uh, defense core. So I'm going to chalk this up as a win for Don Sweeney. Uh, It was wise to jettison Lucic, not re-up him for $6 million. Uh, Maybe they could have got more for him had they held on to him until the trade deadline, but a first, a pretty decent goalie, and a promising young right-hand defenseman. At the time, pretty good return for Milan Lucic. Again, you can quibble about the picks that were made. 13th for Zborl, that was the Kings pick. The 14th overall selection was Boston's pick. They went with DeBrusque, Jake DeBrusque. 15th, Sinitian. Zborl was pretty properly rated there, and that was a good pick. Now, 
in hindsight, this next trade is a massive loss, but it was impossible to know at the time. The Bruins sent a fifth-round pick at the 2015 draft to the Minnesota Wild in exchange for a 2016 fifth-round pick. So basically, uh, yeah, didn't see anybody on the board that they wanted at the fifth round that year, and so they went for a pick next year. Unfortunately for the Bruins, that pick by the Wild, 135th overall, turned into Kirill Kaprizov, and he has emerged as a bona fide superstar for the Minnesota Wild. It took him a long time to make his way over to North America after playing in the KHL for several years, but this past season, 108 points in 81 games. Uh, the Bruins would love to have that firepower in their lineup, but man, it's so hard to look back at the draft and especially in the fifth round to see who's going to hit and who's going to miss. But that one, looking back, oof, it would be nice to have Kaprizov in the lineup right now. Following that, you have Boston acquiring Zach Ronaldo from the Philadelphia Flyers for a third-round pick in 2017. A huge head-scratcher, which at the time, following the draft picks that were made, we're like, what is this man doing? Uh, you reach for Sinitian. Zborald, DeBrusque, not bad picks. Uh, trade Lucic only to bring in Zach Ronaldo. That one didn't really make sense. Now, Martin Jones on June 30th was flipped to the San Jose Sharks. Pretty savvy move considering the Kings were not likely to deal directly with their Sharks. Uh, the Bruins sending Jones to San Jose for a first-round pick in 2016, and Sean Corrali. That was a big win for Don Sweeney. Uh, Jones, not really part of Boston's plans. They grabbed a first-round pick, and then also picked up Sean Corrali, who was a very good depth forward for them for several years. That first-round pick, if you're wondering, 29th overall, used to select Trent Frederick. Uh, draft picks, a whole different discussion when it comes to Don Sweeney's track record. But the obvious pick there would have been Alex Debrinkit, who has gone on to become a high-volume shooter and scorer for the Chicago Blackhawks. Finally, on July 1st, 2015, the Bruins acquired Jimmy Hayes from the Florida Panthers in exchange for Mark Savard's contract and Riley Smith. Uh, Jimmy Hayes, local boy, um, you know, the late Jimmy Hayes right now, continue to think of the Hayes family. Uh, trading Smith for Hayes was kind of a uh, necessary move to dump Savard's contract. And uh, freeing up some cap space, they freed up uh, 
set almost seven and a half million dollars in cap space as a result of that move. Uh, Riley Smith, I think he could have remained uh, a pretty decent Bruin. He also uh, went to Vegas and uh, was an integral member of their team, remains an integral member of their team, although he is, uh, I believe, an unrestricted free agent uh, this offseason. Will the Bruins revisit? Who knows? But um, Hayes, we loved him, didn't quite work out as a member of the Boston Bruins. Uh, So this one, a bit of a toss-up, but uh, I would have liked to have seen them uh, just hold on to Smith. Hayes uh, appeared in 75 games for the Bruins. That first season, 13 goals, 16 assists. While Riley Smith, uh, in his first season with the Florida Panthers... He, uh, let's see here, 25 goals, 25 assists, 50 points. He then had uh, 60 points for the Knights, a 53-point season, 54-point season. That's some firepower that the Bruins certainly could have used over the past uh, few years. So that was Don Sweeney's first stretch of trading. Again, I Soderberg for what became Steen was a win. Hamilton to the Flames, didn't love it. Uh, Lucic to the Kings, a bit better. Kaprizov, bad luck. Ronaldo, Y, Jones for Corrali and a first, pretty good. And Hayes for Savard Smith, mixed results there. Overall, fairly mixed results for the Bruins. And uh, we will continue to look at Don Sweeney's trade record here uh, in upcoming episodes. Next up will be the 2016 trade deadline. Let's finish up by taking a look around the NHL. The New York Rangers, of course, did uh, beat the Carolina Hurricanes last night by a score of 6-2. Frustrating to watch from a Bruins fan perspective. Seeing the Hurricanes finally vulnerable on home ice. Of course, Antiranta leaving due to injury uh, certainly played a part in that. Um, but uh, we would have liked to have seen Carolina's demise come in the first round and not the second round. Tonight, 8 p.m., Eastern Time, Edmonton, Colorado, facing off in their first game of the Western Conference Championship. I'll miss the first bit of that as uh, my middle son and I are going to a basketball game, the Canadian Elite Basketball League, the Guelph Nighthawks against the Niagara River Lions, which should be uh, which should be pretty uh, pretty fun. Uh, what else is going on around there? Well, you know, the uh, draft is coming up. There's a lot of talk about uh, Shane Wright going first overall, who's going to go next, who's going to get traded. Um, of course, all eyes remain on the conference finals. May 31st in the conference finals are starting. I know it's 
there was a COVID break in there. There was the scheduled Olympic break. Uh, but May 31st seems way too late for the conference finals to be taking place. Last night, I took a break from screen time, actually. Um, read a bit on our deck. A neighbor of ours gave us his portable basketball net. His kids have aged out. They didn't really use it when they were younger. And our middle boy, loving basketball right now, so out uh, breaking that in on the driveway as well. Did catch an episode of Hacks, and I'm very excited to watch the uh, finale of We Own This City, uh, which if you haven't checked it out, you must. It's a fantastic show by the people who brought you The Wire. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this first foray into Don Sweeney's trade history. And um, I hope you have a great Tuesday. I hope you enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend as well. And we'll talk to you again here tomorrow on the next episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.